I know. Too soon, right? Too soon. But I feel like I owe you a little something because the audio from the car is fucking awful. And I'm looking into a lapel mic. Ugh, do I want to be that guy with the lapel mic? Just cruising in my car? Because I'm so important that I have to <laughs> double dip what I'm doing. I can't just drive. I have to drive in podcasts because my public needs me. What a tool. Oh, well. Look, I promised you the uh, horrendous... Okay, what if this is your first episode? Welcome to this show about, well, for the most part, bodily fluids, and to a lesser extent, myself, and to an even lesser extent, my family. Maybe I speak for all of us. Maybe you could be a part of the show, too. If you wanted to, you could send in a segment, if you wanted. So basically, what this show is about is a fat lesbian at her kitchen table, dreaming a dream. That's all. That's all I am. Just, Just hanging out. Basically, we're having a one-sided phone conversation, and you don't get to talk much, which is good, because you know what? You're fucking boring, okay? Yeah, just wrap it up. A story doesn't need to take 17 minutes, okay? You went to the store, they didn't have jugs of milk, so you bought a carton. Yeah. Easy story. Doesn't have to take that long. Did I ever tell you guys about the time I work with this guy, and he had like a cleft palate when he was a little kid? But he was handsome. I mean, I thought he was handsome. He was short and, you know, I was taller than him and I'm 5'4 and my feet were bigger than his. But other than that, he was a really nice guy. Like, that's got to be really emasculating. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> hang on. I, hang on. I got to just do one thing. Just wait. Okay. Too many pokers in the fire here. One of the things I have to get out of the way. Okay. Short men. I got that. And then I got to tell you that's going to lead into the soccer game that my son was involved in. Okay. I got that all written down. Listen. I just wanted to talk very briefly about this whole Bruce Jenner thing because I am a gay icon to myself and uh, I'm very close-minded when it comes to anything out of my comfort zone like bisexuals used to really make me mad and freak me out but mostly make me mad and now I'm just like oh just live and love and love to live you know like that's all everybody ever really wants out of life and Bruce Jenner takes a lot of balls to come out as a lady. I know that's kind of a stupid thing to say because he probably wishes he didn't have balls and he wishes he was a lady, but it takes a lot of courage to do that, to come out on TV and like, I don't know, I, it takes a lot of courage. And the more people that come out and do shit like that, the better for the gay community, I think. And Bruce Jenner is beautiful. And there's a part of me that wishes I was Bruce Jenner beautiful, but I never will be. Oh, well, good for him, right? I figure. It was funny, though, the night that that Bruce interview aired, I didn't even watch it because that's how much I care about anything, really. I mean, if it's not Game of Thrones or midgets doing whatever. Ugh. Anyway, that night I went to sleep. The interview aired, and I just happened to fall asleep to the family guy. And this is what this is the clip that played. And I was half asleep when I heard it, and I could not stop laughing. Like, I was like, hee, 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 hee. My hardest hee, hee, hee I had. So hang on, this is really funny. Ugh, look, there's Brody Jenner. God, what a douchebag. I can't believe that came out of Bruce Jenner's vagina. Bruce Jenner is a man. No, Brian. That's what the press would have you believe, but he's not. Bruce Jenner is a woman. An elegant, beautiful Dutch woman. Right? You can talk all the shit about the Family Guy you want. This was recorded in, like, 2007. That episode of the Family Guy came out. So, yeah. Okay. Family Guy wins. They're very, very clever. Very funny. They knew this before Bruce knew it. Okay, or maybe one of them fucked a Kardashian and knew it that way. I don't know. Either way, either way. None of my business. Uh, all right, let's talk some, some soccer, shall we? 
so Malcolm joined a soccer league. It's only like eight weeks, and uh, we went to our first soccer match on the weekend, and it was really, really pretty funny because they're just a bunch of three-year-olds, right? So no focus, really. They they just kind of, we got there, found our team, got our shirts or his jersey, and they proceeded to do drills, which is basically like kicking the ball up and down the field and doing all this kid stuff. But it was really funny to watch my kid interact with a bunch of other kids. And then when the game actually started... Uh, the kid, like, it, it was funny. My kid was like really disinterested at first. And then, um, he would kind of get into it, like afraid of the ball though, you know, cause that's, that's how he rolls. But what surprised me was I wasn't the most helicopter mom there is. Like I wasn't all over him and stuff because when the other team came on the field, there was approximately 18 kids on the field, nine from each team. And there was probably about five adults from the other team. Like the parents were holding the kids' hands through the, like literally holding their hand and running around with them and stuff on the field. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, why do they need to be there? And eventually, I guess the point was to like, let them go eventually and back off the field. But a few parents stayed on. And one of those parents, I'm not going to mention any names because I don't know them. Because if I did, oh, I'd be telling you about it. She was wearing like yoga pants is like running backwards on a field full of tiny children and smacks into my kid and sends him rolling. And he fell and she picked him up and she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, whose fucking kid is this? Anybody want this kid? He's crying, whose is it? And he, I just saw his little face go from like, oh, this is fun, I like soccer. Yeah, this is my soccer team to <laughs> In about, you know, five seconds from the time he hit, bounced off her ass and landed on the, on the grass. Like, fuck, come on, get your shit together, lady. Get off the fucking field. I mean, your kid doesn't have to play. They just need to be on the field and be having some kind of fun. You don't need to be there with them. All of you women, just let them go. I mean, if they don't want to play, fine, that's cool. But if they're on the field and they're happy about it, you don't need to be there. There's a ref, the coaches are on the side, all the parents are all around. Fuck off. Just, just fuck off. Giving those parents' kids matches, because, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Okay. The other thing I found pretty funny was... Um, I could not stop staring at this man. There was a man there that had really big hair. He was very obviously, Ita very obvious Italian, like very obvious. And then he was like, man, he was, he was like five feet, maybe five, two. And Sarah's about five eleven, So I always say she's six feet. And she was standing next to him, like clapping, cheering, cheering the, the team on. And, uh, she's like, I looked down and I could see like the entire top of his head. She, she said, he's, he's a man, right? He's a man. And I can see the entire top of his head. I am like a foot taller than him. And she said, if that wasn't bad enough, then the, the grandpa came over, I guess the, the short man's dad, who was even shorter than him. <laughs> Sarah said she wanted to pick him, pick him up and swaddle him. He was just like a little tiny baby man. Uh, okay. That really, you know, it's not funny making fun of people's appearance. It's just not nice. That's not the kind of stuff I want to teach my child. Nope. But I certainly saw a lot of parenting styles there. Like there was the helicopter moms that took down my child because God forbid your kid do anything alone ever. And then there was macho dad who had camo shorts on and a rather tight black shirt on. I don't really remember what the shirt said. Very, yeah, don't know. Is that an important detail to the story? It, you need that? Okay. You know what? I, I'll take notes. Next time we get there, I'm going to 
I'm going to flip open my notebook and make sure I write that down for you. Okay? Stop being such a cunt. Okay? Calm down. His parenting style was pretty funny because his he had a very pregnant wife and a three-year-old daughter. And what, what he chose to do was grab his child, pull her into the middle of the field, and drop her there because she was standing on the sidelines because she didn't want to play. And you have to expect that because three-year-olds are fucking assholes. So he did that, and he's, she's like, no, I don't want to play, I don't want to play. So she'd come back, and he'd pick her up, and he'd throw her in the middle of the field again. And then the last time, he grabbed her, and she was like, mm-mm. So she, like, literally dug her nails into the grass, and she was clawing at the grass while he was pulling her legs to get her go back onto the field. Dude, you're going to scar this fucking kid for life. And finally, I, I was, like, staring at them. Like, I wasn't even looking at the field anymore. I was, like, staring at them, and my face must have been like, what the fuck are you doing? Because he looked at me, and then he dropped her legs, and he walked to the sidelines, and was like, fine, if you don't want to play, you don't have to play. Like, dude. I know that he didn't mean it in a child abuse way, but that's not a way to get your kid to want to play soccer. It's a way for your kid to like plot your death. That's what you're, that's what you're doing. Okay. Well, you're not him. All right. Yeah. Granted. Okay. You've got that. You've won this round. Okay. Now, what did I want to talk to you about next? I'm trying to think. Do you want to hear my sister's creepy email next or something else? Creepy? You want to just do the email? Just get it over with? Okay. Well, if, in case you didn't listen to yesterday's show, was that yesterday? God, I don't know. All the days are the same. Um, I was in the car, and basically what happened is my sister, who I don't communicate with on a regular basis because she's evil, um, has been evil my entire life. She likes to text me really horrible things that involve me finding my mom dead. She hopes I'm the one that finds my mom's dead corpse. She hopes that Sarah leaves me. She's really into psychics. And there, there, there came a point, and I'm not even sure I can define the point, where she went from normal person... And she dipped down into lunatic. And I don't know when that happened. I'm not really aware of the change. But it happened. And um, yeah, she just got really weird. Not funny weird, but like, oh God, weird. So because she's such a cunt on text, I wrote her and I said, look, if you're going to say horrible things to me, you're going to have to say them to my face because I'm not reading your text messages. And I sent her an email for her birthday. That's the detail I forgot to tell you yesterday. I sent her an email for her birthday wishing her a happy birthday. And uh, she instead wrote back and told me all this stuff that needed to happen. Oh, my mom's going to go to the doctor and they're not going to give her any more medication until she gets a blood and urine sample, blah, blah, blah. She didn't offer to help in any way. She just kind of sent like, to me, it was threatening. But when Sarah read that part of the email, she's like, no, she's just stating fact. So I was like, okay. But in my mind, I can hear her voice. Like I can hear her voice telling me, well, she needs to do this and you need to do that. Man, 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 man. She's like the queen of the armchair, everything, but does nothing. Like that's who she is. And uh, so... She inadvertently, when she sent me the email about how my mom needs to go to the doctor, she inadvertently attached an email that she had sent to a, a gentleman. And it's not like overtly sexual, but it's kind of uh, gross if you think of your sister doing it. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and read that now. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is one of the dirtiest, shittiest things I've ever done on this show. But I also feel like, fuck her, because she's just kind of an asshole anyway. And I've really lied about my... Why do I have to justify this? We're friends, right? You're not going to go out of your way to find me, because you're not weird, right? Probably. You might not be weird. Well, maybe... Okay. Okay, so I'm going to read this in how I think she would say it out loud to this gentleman. Okay. <clears throat> what do you want to make pretend his name is? Oh, fuck. What's a good douche name? 
Steve. Let's go with Steve. Unless your name is Steve, in which case we'll call him something else. <clears throat> so this is what she's written. And how how she's like how she's attached this to the email she sent me, I don't even know. Like, wouldn't you just click on my contact information and start typing a letter? Like, how do you like did she have to copy and paste this into the letter she sent me? Or did you think she just hit like forward or something? Like she did some kind of action to to give me this. It's like she's gone out of her way to to do this. And my sister is famous for, you know, when you get a text or whatever, she still has a razor. Do you remember the razor, the pink razor? That's what she has. She doesn't have a smartphone at all. So do you remember, like, you know, when you get a flurry of texts and you just kind of like, if you aren't paying attention, you'll reply to the wrong person and send them the text that you meant for someone else. She's done this to my other sister numerous times. And two or three of those times they were overtly sexual texts. Like, ah, oh God. Anyway, so... Oh, I just don't even know how much detail I should be giving here. I, I won't. Okay. <clears throat> so here's the email. I feel so stupid. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to read it how I imagined her saying it. Okay, stop saying that. Shh, just read it. Just, just fucking read it. I already know you're attracted to me and have feelings for me. So stop calling yourself a quote-unquote coward in your head, big man. LOL. I saw both in your eyes last year and felt you and still feel you. I've had several psychics in the U.S. and Canada confirm this. Your grandpa, my father, my grandmother have all shown me. You can stop hiding now. Come out, come out wherever you are. Hide and go seek game. I asked you twice last year, Mr. No. I don't. If I'm wrong, tell me to my face. Gloves off. Okay, I feel really gross now. But Sarah and I were driving in the car, and she's, like, reading it, and her face was like, oh! And I'm like, dude, that's not even your fucking sister. She's like, this is so pathetic. And it really is pathetic. Because, like, okay. Um, okay, where did I want to talk about? Uh, da, da, da. Like, forget the psychic stuff. Like, if you weren't into spirituality or psychics or whatever, th th this just screams fucking crazy. It screams nuts. Like, I... I talk to dead people about your penis. That's basically what she said to him. Um, okay, what I say? I I asked you twice last year, Mister No. Jesus, how like how many times do you have to reject someone? Apparently more than twice, because she doesn't take no for an answer. And uh, if I'm wrong, tell me to my face. So maybe he's rejected her numerous times via text and email, and she feels that she needs a face-to-face -face interaction. Or her face to his dink. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, reading this made me want to put a gun in my mouth. Like, you know, most things do. But it was just so sad. Like, why are you just throwing yourself at someone who's obviously rejected you more than once? You know? Grab a, grab a little bit of self-esteem. Like, just a dash. Just a pinch of it. Just a tiny bit of it. So it just... It's like I see her life. And it's like, why are you making this choices? Why? Why? She dated like a 71 year old, a 70 year old man for years. Like gross. That That's like my mom's age. She's really taking someone out of my mom's dating pool to date herself. And she's successfully dated two guys at the exact same time on numerous occasions. And she never crossed wires. She even went so far as to um, this is back when we talked to my extended family. She would, she brought one boyfriend to one event and the other boyfriend to a different event. 
introducing them both as her boyfriend within a three-day time span. And she warned everyone in Italian that this was her other boyfriend. Like, way to come out as a fucking whore to your entire family. No wonder my family's the fucking black sheep. You got a slut and a gay and then a woman who had a kid out of wedlock. Yeah, good old, clean, happy Catholic family there, I always say. You know how that goes, right? You know how that goes. Anyway, okay, next subject. So that's that. I don't know. It wasn't as smutty as maybe you'd imagine, but to me it's just like so gross and pathetic and like vulnerable and needy and oh I see psychics in the US and Canada yeah maybe that psychic can tell you to fucking get a life douchebag he don't like you and it's okay okay next subject next subject all right I got my new contact lenses with my new prescription because I'm blind and I put them in and man a whole new world new fantastic point of view it was amazing i'm like oh my god look at how clear everything is wow it's incredible how crisp and clean and sharp everything looks i can see everything it's amazing so i put them on and i'm like wow and my face like softened because i've got a really grizzly leathery meh, looking face like i'm always like perma scowl i have like resting like not even bitch face it's like a step above it's like that's basically what i look like and sarah got home and she's looking at me she's like why aren't you uh aren't you squinting it's like oh i've got my new contact lenses in oh you got them yeah oh i noticed because you know your face is more relaxed so those two like 11s in between your eyes on your forehead they're almost gone huh you actually look kind of kind of pleasant oh that's nice I think she's, I think she made that joke because we were making, uh, chalk paintings on the driveway with, you know, not paintings, outlines or whatever with chalk. And I was trying to get Malcolm to lay down so I could trace his body. Like it was uh, a dead body, you know, on CSI. And I'm like, I'm like, Sarah, lay down on the driveway for a second. I'm just going to do an outline of you in chalk. And she's like, why? I'm like, because Malcolm, I want Malcolm to do it too. It'll be funny. And she's like, like a dead body. And I'm like, well, yeah, our neighbors already know we're lesbians and don't talk to us because of it. So why don't you just fucking lay down on the driveway? She's like, okay. And uh, I was like, man, I hope I have enough chalk. And she looked at me, go fuck yourself in front of Malcolm. And I was like, uh-huh. And she's like, that's really mean. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, did you just make a fat joke? And I'm like, no, you're tall. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm a lesbian. You think I'm dumb enough to make a fat joke? I'm not that fucking stupid. Probably. Okay. And the other thing I want to uh, talk about from last show is I, co I commented on how there was only like one thing of like bed bug dust powder in my uh, Home Depot. And uh, the reason I was in that aisle is because, of course, uh, my mom has an in-ground hornet's nest that the hornets have taken over from the ants, apparently, pretty close to her front door. So I should be happy in a sense that the, that the hornets are eating the ants, but when the sun hits that spot, there's kind of a fucking huge swarm of hornets just, just milling about, just hanging out, you know, just buzzing around, doing their thing. And I had to find a solution to that problem because I thought, you know, I don't know, Malcolm's allergic to eggs. Maybe he's like going to be anaphylactic to like some kind of wasp sting. So why take the chance, right? That's why I was in that aisle. And thank you, Jesus, for my fucking laziness, because what I was going to do in that part of the, the garden or the yard, I was going to like uh, turn it with so like a pitchfork or whatever. You know, what did the devil? Yeah, the pitchfork. And I'm really glad I didn't because I would have gotten a hornet right in my asshole. I would have gotten stung right on my brown star. So thank God I didn't. 
And I just got news from my other sister, the nice one, who took my mom to the doctor for the follow-up with the blood work. And her blood sugar has gone down. Her blood pressure is wonderful. All of her things that they test, I don't know, they took like three vials of blood, came back within normal ranges. So I'm starting to think my mom has a deal with the devil. And I'm kind of happy I inhaled her toenail dust that time I cut her toenails. Because if I have even an like a tiny, tiny bit of whatever the hell she has keeping her alive at this point... I'm going to live forever. Like, I think my mom is Highlander. I'm pretty sure. She's not really aging and she can have diabetes and eat whatever the fuck she wants, apparently, and be just fine. So I really hope I have whatever the fuck is keeping her alive. Like, what did she do, do you think? She must have made a deal with the devil. You think she's a, think she's a vampire? You think she's been dead for years, maybe? And just we haven't noticed? She's just somehow keeping up with all this shit. Like, I don't even get it. I thought it was going to be doom and gloom. I thought she was going to need to go on different medication, my, you know, have to go on insulin. I get so stressed out when she's fucking going to the doctor. And she called me today and she's like, I have to go to the doctor. And I'm like, for what? Because I thought she had like fallen and like cut her finger open or something like that or broken a hip or some shit. She's like, your sister's making me go to the doctor. And I'm like, for what? She's like, to follow up with the blood work. Oh, for fuck. Just, I told her, just go to the doctor. Oh, I don't have the energy. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, I can't go. No, no, I can't go. I was like, you can't do what? You can't sit in a car, walk 11 steps into the office, sit in, another, sit in another chair, walk another three steps into the doctor's office, sit yet again, walk to the car, sit, and then drive home. You can't do that. Oh, yeah, I guess it's not that bad. No, it's not. You can do it. It's okay. So I got the email from my, or the text from my sister saying everything went fine, blah, 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 and they're off to Costco for lunch. So <laughs> roll on, mama. Roll on. Good for you. Okay, now, let's get... I'm, oh, yeah, you know what? There is one more thing I want to say before I uh, play Rainbow and Lisa. They're going to almost close the show because I'm really boring and I can't stand myself. Although I feel like I could talk a mile a minute. I just don't think any of it is really worth listening to. So, uh, right. We have a Marshalls in Winnipeg. We I don't know. Maybe we got it a year ago. Maybe we got it yesterday. I don't fucking know. I just drove by it and I was like, ah, because on Rana and Beverly, they always joke about how Beverly goes to Marshalls and switches tags on the items to get things cheaper. And I like that. I thought it was funny. I'm like, oh, wow. It's like going on a Ron and Beverly tour. I'm like, oh, I've never been to a Marshall's. So we went out for breakfast, Sarah and I. And I should have known because for whatever, I had a, what did I have? Well, I'll tell you. Don't worry about it. I had like a chorizo sausage hash brown thing with like fried eggs on top. And we never get to eat eggs. And I don't really like eggs that much. And now I remember why. Because they they like if they're not over easy, they gross me out. And I didn't realize that because I, it's like they're really too runny. I don't know. And then there's that weird like white film. Ugh. Anyway, big mistake. For whatever reason, whenever I eat at a fucking restaurant, I'm going to shit myself. I, like this time, maybe because it wasn't my favorite burger place, I had a slightly bigger window, but I knew as soon as we left there that we were going to, we were going to have to stop. Like I have to, we have to go home. But Sarah's enjoying her freedom. Malcolm's at uh, grandma and grandpa's, so she wants to live. And I was like, okay, let's live. And I told my stomach, you better calm the fuck down. So I bought myself about 45 minutes. And finally, we're on our way home. And she's like, oh, can we go to Marshall's? I've never been to Marshall's. And I was like, okay. I'm like, I'm going to have to shit. And because of my need to shit, I was driving quite erratically. Because, <laughs> well, you know, you got to go, you got to go. All you can see is like a bathroom in your mind. So I go in there. And we're looking around. And it's basically like a winner's. It's just like a winner's, which we have. I've been to several times. It's like mismatched irregular uh, things that no one else wanted to buy. So the ugliest of the ugly, I guess, is what's in there. And she's looking around and I'm, I'm like hunched over in pain, doing everything in my power to clench my ass. 
I, my brown star is so fucking puckered. You could, you couldn't fit anything in there. No, not even a pin. You could not get a pin in there. No way, absolutely not. No. And I just don't know what's wrong with me. Like I've had a kid and I thought after I'd had a kid, I wouldn't care as much, but there's that little part of me that thinks I'm still a person. I don't want to shit audibly in a really echoey bathroom in a Marshall's. I don't, I don't want to. It's not my idea of a good time because it's really quiet in there and it's not the ideal place. Costco, I can shit in a Costco because it's very busy, it's loud. There's a lot of in and out. But if you're the only one in there and it smells like shit, chances are pretty good you're the one that shat. So I went in there really quickly and it was, it was, it was knocking on my rectum's door. Okay, it was knock, knock, knocking. And I just went in, dropped trowel and wow, I lost about three and a half pounds on that one. It just came shooting right out and it was great. So I'm sitting there and I have a move that I do that's pretty gross, but I figure it sucks the smell out because I figure that I'm the cork on the toilet and the shit smell, my body. So what I usually do is just flush it while I'm sitting on it because I have a theory, you see, that it'll suck the smell right down the drain, which is probably not true. So I flush it once that way, except it, I have to turn around and push the button. And in my panic, my rush to get out of there, I used my right arm and I fucked my right arm so bad because it's the one with the broken shoulder because I just turned around. I turned my body and then I went to go push the button. It was like, oh, fuck. Oh. And then I couldn't dwell on that too long because someone else came in and now I'm all paranoid. So I go and grab the toilet paper because I want to get the fuck out of there, right? As you would, I'm sure. And it's like, it's like the shittiest, scratchiest one-ply toilet paper. And my entire life, my dad, when he was alive, would steal the toilet paper from work because he worked as a janitor. He would just steal it. Like, we didn't pay for toilet paper for at least my entire lifespan, like, for 30-some-odd years. Oh, no, that's not true. He died when I was 24. Okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. For, but for those 24 years, the only thing to ever touch my vagina or my ass was this scratchy, terrible, one-ply institutional toilet paper. So I went to Marshall's and I'm like, okay, in my franticness to get out of there, I'm like pulling on the toilet paper. And then I'm like, ah, oh. cause I mean, there was a point in my life where if it didn't scratch and burn when I wiped my asshole, it wasn't clean. It just reminded me of home. So I pulled on it and I'm looking and it's like see-through and shitty. It's exact stuff that I used to use at my fucking house when we, when my dad used to steal it. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Cause you know, I don't want to sit there and pull a bunch of the toilet paper, wipe my ass. Cause you know what? You're going to need seven or eight wipes with that fucking shit. I mean, I've evolved, I moved on. I get my Costco Kirkland toilet paper and it's really plush and nice, but not too plush, not too nice. Cause it needs to scratch a little, in my opinion. So I grab a big wad of it and I've watered it up into my hand. I don't know if you guys have a system. Like, do you, do you fold? Do you wrap it around your hand? Cause I just basically grab a big puff of it like a loofah and just get in there and hope for the best. And it's been really nice to wipe with my right hand. It's really been great. I'm really enjoying that. So that's a sign of healing, I think. So I'm in there, grab, wipe, and I know I have to, in my mind, I am in a shit derby with the person next to me because that person more than likely is only peeing unless they're waiting for me to leave so that they can shit because who knows, maybe they went out for breakfast too, I don't know. So I'm grabbing it, wad, wipe, it's not getting the job done. I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to need at least two more wipes, at least two more, just to even walk out of here and not smell like shit. So I grab another wad, makes a ton of noise because it slams when you when you rip it, so I wipe, and I'm like, oh, I, I need at least one more. I can't, I can't walk out of here like this, and I will not. So I'm just very stealthily, very gently and slowly pulling the toilet paper that keeps ripping because it's fucking tissue paper, one-ply, scratchy-ass paper. 
trying to do it as fast as I possibly can. Like I'm doing it right now. So you can see me, what a fucking duel. I've got like a finger on each side of the toilet paper and gently pulling it to make as little sound as possible. Cause she's already heard me wipe twice. I mean, if she's paying attention, who knows? Maybe she's deaf. Maybe she's got her own set of problems. Maybe she doesn't care if I'm taking a shit in a public place, but I care, I care. And I think she's seen my shoes. So I'm not, I'm getting out of here. You know, I, like I've got to move. Maybe we can get in and out before she gets around the store long enough to find my shoes. Cause maybe she's crazy. Maybe she's some kind of shit sheriff. I don't know. Could be, not totally sure. Grab the toilet paper, go in for round three. Cause now I'm like super stealth, got it all out, wiped my ass, got out of there. Now this situation could have been alleviated by A, not going out for breakfast, okay? B, Sarah saying, oh, you have to shit? And we still have to pick up Malcolm at my parents? Let's just go home. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that would have been nice if that gesture was made, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And C, maybe I should pack my own toilet paper to bring to Marshall's next time I go, because I'm assuming I'm ever going to go there again, which is probably a pretty bad assumption, because I don't think I'm going there again. Like, with all the savings, with the door-to-door, back-to-back savings that place provides, wouldn't you think they'd go for two-ply? Or, like, a slightly thicker one-ply? Basically, it, look, it was like, the, the, you know the stuff that they wrap your bra in? Men, you don't know, but there's none of you, I'm sure. They Like that scratchy, like whoosh, whoosh, rustly stuff that they'll wrap your stuff in at a like the bra place. I don't know, I wear sports bras, but I've seen this before. When you go to fancy Lacenza places, that tissue paper, that's what their shit paper was. You know, even the kids in Bangladesh that made all the fucking clothes out there get real toilet paper, I'm sure. Well, maybe they use their hand. You know what? Fuck off. Get your own fucking show, heckler. Okay, I'm done. I'm sick of me. Holy fuck, I talked for half an hour. Oh my God, what an embarrassment. Okay, let's listen to somebody who's really funny. Well, two people that are actually funny. And if this is your first show, this is uh, Rainbow Bright and her girlfriend, Lisa. I may or may not be in love with one or both of them. And I find them very funny. So this, this segment is called Lisa's Sexy Beast Call. Yeah. Oh, I can, I can, just, I can just hear your panties getting really wet. Come out, come out, wherever you are, big guy. <laughs> I just started recording. Are you serious? This would be a great way to start a segment. Well, it's belching. gonna be started that okay. way now because I'm not awesome. restarting it. Hello, Sorry. Sandra. Hello, Hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. Sorry. Rainbow Bright and her Viking of a girlfriend, Lisa. <laughs> You're gross. Sorry. I didn't know we were rolling. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Maybe you're not filming this and it's just sound. So not only do I have a little bit better mem- manners growing up in the, the country where my parents would have smacked me for doing that at the table. Uh, but uh, Lisa was trying to identify animals and what what did you think? Um... Well, I was on my way driving into work, and um, this was on Monday of this week, and uh, I'm driving along, and at Fort White, there's kind of a mound, a hill of dirt, um, and I usually pull in the staff driveway, so I go around it, and I notice, like, these brown things sitting on the hill, and I'm 
curious as to what they are because I've never seen anything on the hill before. And at first I thought they were huge buffalo turds. And then I'm like, well, the buffalo are not out here, so what could they possibly be? And it turns out that they're prairie dogs after they poke their heads in and out of the holes. Not poops. Uh, they were poops. They were prairie dogs. That, that hill is infested with prairie dogs. You're so intelligent. I know. that Sandra, she does not love me for my brain or my money. You're smart. Um, you just have moments. I have moments, too. Yes, I do. Uh, stuff and things. Okay, we did a study. We had a doctor over to our yes, house. Yes, we did. We did a community study uh, about the treatment of lesbian women in healthcare. Um, and for anyone in the Winnipeg area, the doctor that runs these studies is super awesome and trying to improve the quality of care for uh, lesbian and queer identified women in the community. Uh, there is a current study going on, and if you go to the lesbian and bisexual the, the, the lesbian and bisexual women of Winnipeg group on Facebook, um, and you are from the Winnipeg area, she is running a study for people who are lesbians or queer women like me, uh, who are obese like me and uh, who are unlike me looking to start a family or get pregnant and uh, she wants to interview people about how they've been treated by their healthcare professionals. We had her over for a visit and it was awesome. We had yep. some additional members of the community who are friends of ours over um, and she interviewed us. Uh, and her brother owns Johnny's Sticky Buns. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, if you are not in the Winnipeg area, it's always a good idea to check and see what local uh, studies are running in the queer community. And if you can help or contribute to them, that is an awesome thing to do in your community. Um, Lisa has been very productive in the healthcare sector. She's been breaking dental equipment. Yes, I have been. I uh, recently went to the dentist after a 10-year hiatus of uh dental appointments um the last time i was at the dentist they were just converting paper files to computer disks and computers so i decided to go to the dentist uh ebb's dentist and um they started picking in between my teeth with the little pick thing and it got stuck and then the hygienist tried to pull it out, and it ended up getting bent and wrecked. So she's like, oh, I'm going to need to use something a little stronger for this. Uh, <laughs> so uh, she started using, she's like, this is going to feel like a grinding uh, feeling on your teeth. And she started with a small wheel to kind of chip the plaque off. And the tartar, but that didn't really work, so she had to use the bigger wheel. And uh, I was there for two hours and only got half of my mouth done, so I have to go back. Because she's gross. <laughs> she burps <laughs> and she has a dirty mouth, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I have to go back uh, in a couple weeks and get the other half of my mouth descaled. So... Is that what they call it? Ew, no. that's so gross. I don't know. I don't know. 
it would be much easier if you could just drink like some lime away or something and melt all the plaque and it wouldn't kill you. Right, or melt your stomach out <laughs> yeah. of your entire body. That, 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 that. So don't try that at home. Don't try if that anybody at home. tries that at home, I'm not responsible for that. That's just a legal disclaimer. Do not drink lime away expecting it to clean your teeth. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, so... So you've um, had a pr- productive week, and you did Earth Day celebrations yes, at I, Fort White? Yes, I worked at Fort White uh, on Earth Day selling hot dogs, pushing the hot dogs, and uh, the place was just trashed after Earth Day. I mean, there was some garbage laying around, but most of it was picked up, but the washrooms? Holy crap, Earth Day does a number on the women's washroom, let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there was all kinds of activities, and I got to meet uh, Janet, uh, the little redhead that does the news on CBC. When I work at main campus, she always comes in to get a soup every once in a while, chit-chat with her. got to chit-chat with her at uh, uh, Earth Day because I wanted to get an autographed picture of John Sauter. Because no, now you've got weatherman stalking me, and this is not... <laughs> Because he thinks John Sauter is the best weatherman. He is the best weatherman. And he had a little weather station set up close to where my hot dogs were in somewhat the same vicinity. But uh, by the time I could get a break to get off of the hot dogs, as dirty as that sounds, um, (laughs) uh, he was gone. So I uh, talked to Janet for a little bit. She's sent me a couple emails, and she's like, just keep watching your email or the news. John might have a surprise for you. So, Sandra, Sandra actually got Sylvia Kuzik to uh, say this is Return to Sender, or you're watching Return to Sender. Oh, that's awesome. on the old show that she that's used to awesome. do. So uh, apparently, I guess we've got to hunt down John and see if he can get your listening to change of address or something like that. Yeah. That, oh, I just spilled water on myself. Oh. Um, that would be did the awesome. water. Did the water hurt you? Yes. Are you in pain? No, but you're, you're such a baby. <laughs> Ow! The water, Ow, the water hurt, hurt me. me. Um, <laughs> and can you, before we go really quick, can you explain to people what two for one hot dogs means? Okay, so um, there was quite a few um, tourists uh, at the uh, for, at Fort White on Earth Day. And um, for the last half an hour of selling hot dogs, we had a two-for-one sale. So when you say two-for-one, most people know that it means you get two hot dogs for the price of one. But uh, some tourist of the Asian persuasion, I don't want to... Um, that's okay. Sandra likes to be a fake racist. So okay. That's okay here. Okay. So you can't be a fake racist uh, a around fascist. our neighbor. Uh, a fascist. <laughs> you can't be a fascist around our neighbor, but you can be a fascist on the Okay. Show. So there was Asians there. And the only thing they understood about two for one hot dogs is that they thought it was two hot dogs for a dollar. And when they found that out, they were kind of annoyed that we were false advertising. But it's like. No, it means two for the price of one, not two hot dogs for one dollar. So, uh, yeah, generally two for one. We should put, like, BOGO or something. Buy one, one, get get one. one. BOGO on hot dogs. Well, apparently two for one was two times too complicated for too many tourists. It was. But I did sell about 600 or 535 hot dogs on, uh, on, uh, 
Earth Day. It, it was crazy. I there made my people, boss very happy. Ben was like, woohoo, hot people dogs. Were, people were <laughs> half a mile away. Yeah, to get there was to that people thing. parked on, on uh, the road outside of Fort White to walk in. And uh, it was very hot. I got a sunburn. This segment just seems to be all about me. Well, you have stuff going on this week. So anyway, let's wrap it up. Uh, Before we go, if you would like to help us help tourists learn what two for one (laughs) hot dogs are, uh, please consider donating to the show uh, for Sandra. Um, And we will continue to bring you stories of Lisa's hijinks and shenanigans along with burping and rude comments. Um, (laughs) You can donate at podbean.com, pod, podbean, uh, the podbean site for the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, $2 a month would equal $24 for the year. And we encourage you to brown that up to 25 and do a $25 donate you know dollar donation for the year. It's cheaper to listen to Sandra for the whole year than it is to read, uh, 10 free press articles over the span of a year. So I suggest invest your money wisely and listen to Sandra. Don't read the free press. So she will <laughs> she will give us all the Winnipeg news. Okay. Uh, Sandra is our new news anchor. Uh, okay. <laughs> most people don't know what the Winnipeg free press is. It's a local Winnipeg paper. Winnipeg free, free press online. 27 cents an article. Okay, we got to go. You can either read 10 articles or listen to Sandra all year. <laughs> Are you done? I think so. This seg- this show is all about me now. Sorry. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> How do you correct it? <laughs> you you make a correction, as in you tell people that you oh. fucked up, and you make a correction. So what were you whining about from the last recording? Um, I just realized that I said ten articles would be twenty seven dollars. And in how fact, much per did you you actually I said the price too of the article? Twenty seven cents. And and you realize that ten times twenty seven cents is two dollars and seventy cents. So technically it would be cheaper <laughs> to read ten articles on the free press website, but Sandra is better than the newspaper. Okay. Are you so, good now? Yes. I I'm not this dumb really. <laughs> <laughs> oh baby. It's okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, listeners. Bye. Sorry. Make me laugh every goddamn time. Okay, look, Lisa, don't put so much pressure on yourself, okay? You can't be everything. You can't be beautiful and engaging and funny and sweet and charming and smart. You can't be all of those things. Certainly not at once. So don't feel bad. Great segment. Okay, so uh, prairie dogs, I don't know, they look like... uh, you know, chipmunks, but with like a little nub and tail, they're really tame at the zoo. We just went to the zoo and you'd get, like my friend's kid gave, gave this chip, like not chipmunk, gave this prairie dog a huge cracker. And for whatever reason, they don't try and carry the cracker away. They just kind of stand there and eat it and like kind of hang out with you. And when we were at the zoo, we went and sat at these picnic tables and like the, the Canadian geese as well are quite, um, quite tame, not shy at all. We're eating lunch and they just kind of come over and I can't see anything. And then all of a sudden I look across the table and I can see a goose head and it's just standing there. It's like, Hey, yeah. Hi. Just looking at us. Like, Hey, uh, doing the head nod. Hey, what are you eating over there? Is it good? Smells good. Yeah. Do you, yeah, I could go for a bite. Sure. I mean, if you're, if you're done with that, I could really go for a blueberry. 
if you're not going to eat them all, I mean. It's just really weird. He's just the head's there, and then he keeps looking at all of us. He's looking at us each individually in the eye from his one eye. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could go for a bite. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, oh, no. Okay, look, if you don't have anything to spare, I'll just... just going to be over there watching. It was funny. It was like we had a little lunch date. Okay, next subject. Uh, local weather personality Sylvia Kuzik. On the old show I used to do called Return to Sender, there was an episode called This Celery Smells Like Skunk. And for the first, I don't know, 12 episodes, we made fun of Sylvia Kuzik. And then, you know, she's a very famous weather person, woman. Not really a meteorologist, I don't think. She's just kind of like... She just got a shock of blonde hair and huge, huge breasts, which I came to feel uh, later. You know, it's not as scandalous as it makes it sound, but we're at the Derby. Somebody, I'm drunk. Somebody says, hey, there's Sylvia Kuzik. And I was like, say that again? So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to fucking get this done. So I go over there. I'm sweating. I reek of alcohol, I'm sure. And she's in line for the bathroom, minding her own beautiful business. And I go up to her and I asked her if she would do like, I can't remember what they call it for the show. Like a bumper? I don't know. Uh, hi, this is Sylvia Kuzik, and you're listening to... Never mind. I found the clip. I'll just play it. Hang on. This is Sylvia Kuzik, and you're listening to Return to Sender. There. I was close to greatness in that moment. I feel really bad for her. Like, I was drunk and sweaty, and I was, like, super nervous, and she did it. And then she's like, oh. And I was like, oh, thank you. You made my whole life. And then she she just she wrapped her tender arms around me, and she pulled me to her. Some would say sensually. Most would not, but some might. And she just pressed her breasts against my breasts and I, sparks flew. I mean, had we not been in a public place, who knows what would have happened? I mean, I could be Mrs. Sylvia Kuzik right now. God, till we meet again, Sylvia, my love. Come out, come out, wherever you are, hide and seek game. Ah, I'm crazy. Okay, um... It's pretty funny that a lesbian is pushing wieners on a hot dog cart. I think that's pretty funny. Because, you know, wieners, penis, very hilarious, very hilarious. Um, It's okay if your segments are all about Lisa, the love of my life. Look, Rainbow, I think you're great too. I don't want to just, you know, Lisa, 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 never Rainbow. But uh, Lisa, you just, you put the clit in Michael Torres, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Okay, I think that's the end of the show. My computer's out of batteries, and I have something to eat waiting for me, and God only knows I can't wait for that. No, 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 no. So, Google the podcasting network, um, Garbage Hill Podcasting Network, do that. Favorite us in your Stitcher. Join the Change of Address Facebook page, and then post something on it. For the love of God, someone should. Uh, I'm Sandra D. Sanchez on Facebook and Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. Don't be a cunt. You can donate if you want to at changeofaddress.podbean.com. Thank you, Rainbow, for saying that. And um, I feel like that's about it. So do one or all of most of those things. And if you need me for anything, uh, send me an email. And I really hope it's pretty sexual and uh, sad and gross all at the very same time. So many... It's a whirlwind of emotions when I get emails like that. Really cool. All right, that's about it. So, yeah, gotta go. Okay, see you later. Malcolm, should we eat that worm? No. I'm gonna eat it. No, you can, Mama! I said you can! Well, let's take a look at it. Wait, you Ooh, look at it moving. Oh, I'm, I, I have to eat it. You can't! No! When you decide, you eat it. Oh, no.
eat it. What if I really want to? But you can't leave it alone. This donut is so fantastic, and it's buried. It's buried? Okay. I want. Are you sure I can't eat that worm? No. What if I really want to? No. Okay. So don't. So don't leave it. Leave it alone. Okay, I will. But don't eat it. Okay, I won't. But you're just kidding. Right. I'm just kidding. But don't eat it. I won't. <laughs>